0: It is impossible to visit the city of Independence, Missouri, without running into this guy, and I'm always happy to. It's the voice of the Kansas City Mavericks, Bob Renneson, and Bob, you and I talked at West Banco Arena two years ago about hopefully someday I get a chance to come to Independence. Well, here I am, and what a place
1: you have here. Oh my gosh, DJ, always great to see you. I remember that same season I ran into you in Indy as the Nailers were leaving and the Mavericks were coming in, but welcome to Independence. I know you won't be here very long. Next time you come, I want to show you where Harry Truman lived, where Fog Allen lived, and and where the three trails, the Oregon, Santa Fe, and California trails, begin. But Great to see you, and and I had an amazing time in Wheeling. I loved the displays at the West Banco Arena for the athletic heroes that have come out of Wheeling. I I just absolutely love that. In fact, here I am doing a shameless plug, but in my book, I wrote about that.
0: The history is so much of what we do, and I did an arena tour of this arena today, and one of the areas that jumped out at me was how you've taken the Kansas City history of hockey through the years with the Blades and the teams before that. This city has probably
1: a richer hockey history than I think a lot of people realize it does, doesn't it? Game one played in Kansas City. It was during the 1927-28 season. No, I wasn't broadcasting the games back then. But the Kansas City Playmores in their first home game was January 2nd 1928 against a team called the Winnipeg Maroons and that was in the American Hockey Association. Kansas City was in that league for 15 years and the league ended due to World War II but the second year that Kansas City was in that a new team entered called the Tulsa Oilers so the mavericks or kansas city i should say and tulsa have been doing battle against each other in hockey and there have been some years when both cities or one didn't have hockey but since the 1928-29 season it's amazing when when uh, the mavericks and the oilers get together and whenever you go to the bok in tulsa look up at the rafters and you will see number 12 hanging there for Sonny Boy Wakeford. He was from British Columbia, played for the first Oilers in 28-29, and continued to live there until he passed away in the 2000s, I think at the age of 108. That's incredible. <laughs> Fast forward all the way to today's
0: version of the Kansas City Mavericks. You guys are playing your fourth game of the season. You've had some ups and downs. You got a victory over the the new Iowa Heartlanders back on Saturday night, home opener. Wednesday night falling to the Tulsa Oilers. What have you seen out of this current
1: Mavericks crop? This team shows a lot more toughness than other teams in the Mavericks that the Mavericks have had recently. Of course, when you go back to the very beginning, there was Carlisle Lewis and he didn't take anything off of anyone and he could put the biscuit in the basket. He scored the first goal in Mavericks history on October 16th, 2009 at Rapid City. But that is the biggest difference that this Mavericks team has had Uh, in a long time and also the Mavericks had about 12 players coming back who had played here before 11 of them last year and John Schiavo who played here I believe it was the 15-16 season and that's so important in minor league hockey because the fans want to go out and see the same players over and over Andrew Courtney played for the Mavericks for many years seven or eight years and the fans they knew they would see Andrew on the frozen pond Rocco Carzo retired a couple of years ago, likewise with him. So this is something I'm very excited about, seeing so many players back that have been with the team for a long time. And now the veteran among people who have played here, and not not veteran in the sense that the way the league looks at it, Loren Ullett, as uh, he has been with the Mavericks now for four seasons. One of the big
0: reasons I bet that there's a lot of continuance from last year to this similar on the Naylor side with Derek Army. is you have Tad Ohad once again as the head coach, second year with the team. What has he brought to Kansas City that maybe some of the other coaches in the past didn't have?
1: I don't know if it's something that they didn't have but one thing I noticed he is extremely organized in everything that he does and once again I'm not taking away from anyone but uh, it, it's just something that you see perhaps more and, or hear more in the way he talks about things going on. So he is very well organized and he has everything in place. A
0: couple of years ago, we went out to Rapid uh, City and we got introduced to the Wild Wild West playing those three game <laughs> series. And I think the teams were ready to kill each other by the time the week was over. I don't expect that same flavor to come out of tonight's game.
1: What do you see from kind of a mountain division identity if you will? Well, an identity in the Mountain Division. There's so many different things in the division. It's kind of like a league in its own, particularly because the Mavericks play against only four opponents all season that are not in the Mountain Division, and the Nailers only once, Indy only once, Iowa several times, and also um, from the other conference, two games against Newfoundland but in the Mountain Division, you see teams that have added toughness, like the Mavericks, and so that's kind of equating them with the Allen Americans, the way they've been for several years, and also the Tulsa Oilers, but you see some very finesse teams as well. And it's hard to just say that there is a a feel in the conference or in the division where the teams are all alike. They're so different from one another.
0: Well, as you and I said, I wish we got a chance to do this more than, say, once every two years, but we'll enjoy every second of this one. Bob, I always enjoy seeing you. Best of luck this year. I hope it's a great one for you and the Mavericks, and maybe we'll get a chance to meet again, Western Conference Final. I can take you to a Pirates game. You can take me to a Royals game, and life will be
1: good. Oh, my gosh. If that happens, I hope that I'm there in Wheeling. I would love to go see the Pirates. By the way, the Pirates many years ago had a player that they didn't want, a shortstop named Freddy a kansas city royals hall of famer i would love to go see the pirates in fact carlos ocasio from the mavericks front office said that he's been to many many ballparks pittsburgh is his favorite well bob i really appreciate it once again good luck to you man good luck to you and always see it always great seeing you dj
0: bob renison the voice of the kansas city mavericks on our intermission coverage more after this on the nailers broadcast network presented by main street bank